the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented to you by Shady Rays. Shady Rays is having their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use promo code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. And go to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady to enter the Shady Rays Parlay of the Day contest. Russell brought to you by SGPN's Draft Week. All week long, SGPN has you covered with draft props, mock drafts, and our live NFL draft watch party. So make sure to smash that subscribe button at youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. I'm just about that action, boss. You have to be kidding me. That is impossible. Yes, sir. It is draft week. We are back with another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice, no the guys. Me, really real, villain real, Terrell Freeman Jr. here at your service and draft props. It's the time of year. It's the time of year where dreams are made. It's the time of year where checks are cashed. And we figure out where the next generation of NFL players is going. Got my guy Scott Studio right show with me. Scott, what's going on? And you're on mute, Scott, so nobody can hear what you're saying. I always forget to do that. Yeah, looking forward to uh, going through the draft here. Should be fun. Uh, definitely exciting that in the middle of all of the NHL playoffs and NBA playoffs, uh, NFL still reigns supreme a little bit in terms of the ratings. I'm sure a lot of people will be focused on the draft and yeah, day one is on Thursday, so get excited, and hopefully your team doesn't mess up too badly. Well, I I actually just saw something earlier that said uh, Jordan Atson was saying that the New York Giants was like his team, like his childhood team or something like that, and that just all but confirmed me. Actually, if I can place a bet on the Giants not to draft Jordan I was going to say, that never works out. Yeah, yeah. If I could place a bet on them not to draft Jordan Addison, I don't care if it's like minus 10,000. I'll lay the 10,000 because it's so clear and obvious that's not going to happen now. So I'm just going to go ahead and toss that out of the draft props predictor for today. But we got three props each for the people, and we got uh, something spicy at the end. So, I mean, let's just go ahead and jump right into it. I'm going to let you go first. What's your first draft day prop? All right, uh, so I have a couple of plus money plays. Uh, starting off with the first one, I'm going to go with Nolan Smith to be a top 10 pick at plus 115. Simply put, I think there's two very good landing spots for him, and I think he's definitely a very talented player. We saw a lot of him at Georgia, and he definitely can translate well to the next level. But Atlanta is the hometown choice, of course, and I do think that would make sense for them to take him. And Atlanta needs help at every position, but they were particularly bad at defensive line. So I think he's definitely an option. And there has been some rumors that the Eagles really love Smith, and it does seem like they would take him at 10 if he was available. So I do think the top 10 for plus money on Nolan Smith makes some sense there based on some of the buzz. But it really does seem like the Eagles really, really like him. So it seems like he really won't fall past 10. I'll take Smith top 10 at plus 115. I, I And, you know, 
it just seems like, especially with the departure of what was it, Javon Hargrave going to yep. the 49ers. So mm-hmm. it feels like that they're looking to plug in that position. And this Eagles team, if we known them for what they've been doing in the past couple of years, they've really, really been unloading on that defense and really, really been unloading of Georgia players on that defense. That actually looks like the Georgia Bulldogs in the entire defensive line right now. So I 100% like that play by you. What about you? What's your first play? I am going to go. I'm sure you probably have. I probably shouldn't say it because you probably have it on your board. I'd be surprised if you don't have it on your board. I'm going with your guy, Dalton Kincaid, plus 125 to be its first tight end selected. The buzz around him has been, and this is just from what I'm seeing in the news, but the buzz around him is huge. And I'm going to interrupt you because I found plus 160. Yeah, all right. I'll take plus 160. That's fine with me. But either way, it's a plus money bet for what it seems like. First of all, if you watched him at Utah, he looked like the best tight, like one of the best tight ends, but it was the Michael Mayer. It was the Notre Dame, you know, the pinnacle, uh, quote unquote, like type of blue blood, big school mentality and mayor and just thinking about everything over there with Notre Dame. But you don't look at Utah. Utah never gets any looks at all. And I think this is the situation where he's just a little bit of underrated because of the school he came from and not the talent of the player. But if you look at the talent of the player, he has everything that Michael Mayer has. He has a plus money price. He has the buzz going around him going into the first day of the draft. And it just feels like Kincaid is going to be the guy that a team is going to say, hey, we'd rather take a shot on this guy. Yeah, I definitely think that as somebody who watched a lot of Pac-12 football, that Kincaid is a first-round talent. Meyer's really, really good, though, but I do think it's a lot closer than the odds suggest. Uh, The odds have kind of expanded a little bit in favor of Mayer to be the first pick based on the last couple of days. But once again, he's from Notre Dame. There's some reputation there for being a tight end university, quote-unquote. So I do think Kincaid kind of has that held against him. I really like him, though, as a player, as somebody who watched him a lot. So I do think that it's a lot closer to a 50-50 draw and once again, you're getting plus 160. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Before we get to our next plays for the NFL draft, I got to talk to you about the Shady Rays Parlay of the Day contest. We're running a special Parlay of the Day contest for people who brought their Shady Rays, their shades from ShadyRays.com. Use promo code SGPN. Each day of the NFL draft, Sports Gambling Podcast will release a Shady Rays Parlay of the Day. If the parlay hits, the cash will be awarded to one lucky win listener. So, well, you are a winner. You're a winner and a listener. So go to sportsgalingpodcast.com slash shady to get started. That is the Shady Rays Parlay Contest of the Day. Super easy. All you got to do is listen. Buy your Shady Rays. Listen. If the parlay hits, it's going to go to one lucky listener. Sportsgalingpodcast.com slash shady. All right, and I can't talk to you about Shady Ray's Parlay of the Day contest without talking to you about Shady Ray's because from the slopes to the sun, they have everything you need. The independent sunglass company that has a world-class product and an amazing money-back guarantee program where if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they'll send you a new pair. No questions asked. That's it. They'll just replace it. It's amazing. And if you don't love it, exchange it within 30 days for free. 
All you have to do is exclusively for our listeners, go to shadyrays.com, use code SGPN, 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. That is shadyrays.com, promo code SGPN. All right, I'm going to kick us off with our prop number two here. And I'm going to my guy. And Hendon Hooker, his draft position prop is at 31 and a half. Now, the numbers of where you get this prop are fluctuating, so make sure you shop your lines for the best value. If you look at what is the price for Hendon to be a first-round pick, minus 275 is what I see. So there's already a discrepancy there where you're seeing minus 275 for him to be drafted in the first round. But he's minus 150 under 31 and a half on his draft position prop. Give me the minus 150 all day. Hendon Hooker sounds like he's getting that buzz. And I mean, now I'm not going to lie, friend, you know, his his dad was my life coach in college. He came, did some trainings with our organization. Very, very cool guy. We got a great relationship. And so... I, I'm just going off of just pure gut play here. It sounds like the buzz is there. It sounds like Tampa Bay could be a suitor. It sounds like somebody could trade back into the first round to get him before the second round. But it sounds like, you know, he's going in the first round. Like that, that is what the buzz is hearing, what you're hearing from everybody. And you're talking about the slide that, you know, Anthony Richardson might have. You're talking about the slide that CJ Stroud might have after he didn't some nerdy test that he didn't pass. And now everybody's down on Stroud. Apparently Hendon is the guy whose stock is rising, rising and rising and keeps rising by the day. Even with the knee injury, I love getting the under 31 and a half on his draft position at minus minus one fifty. That's my second prop. All right. So our prop is going to conflict a little bit, but not officially. Uh, I'm going to go with the under four and a half quarterbacks taken in the first round at plus one sixty. It could be Hooker, who's the odd man out. Could be Richardson, who's the odd man out. I doubt Stroud's going to fall out of the first round, but I do think he'll slide a little bit. The point is four and a half. Once again, there are some question marks involving a lot of these quarterbacks. Now, it's a guarantee that Bryce Young is going to be going in the first round, and it's a guarantee that Levis is going to go in the first round. Mm-hmm. Richardson, I don't know. Um, not Stroud probably will as well, but once again, not a lot of people are high in him at the moment because of some – developments whether you agree with it or not the point is it seems like people are kind of souring on Stroud Hooker could be that guy who maybe I don't see go, be going in the first round because of the fact that he's coming off a serious knee injury and he's also 25 and historically mm-hmm. speaking age has been kind of held against some quarterbacks especially in the past four and a half though at plus 160 I just need one of those guys to slide and I win so I do think if you end up seeing Richardson on the board sliding a bit Maybe that'll dilute the price of or the actual spot of Hooker and it'll go down the line. But four and a half at plus 160, I'll take the under there because there are a couple of questions after the second quarterback that's probably going to be taken. Give me the give me the under four and a half at plus 160 for a value play. All right. I'll, and I like it. I and like you we said, if there is a conflict. Slides. I mean, so when we when we did our mock draft, I said I felt like Richardson was going to slide. I don't even think I had him in day one. I actually don't think I had him in day one when we did our mock draft. 
And so I, it just seems like it feels like teams are not going to want to take the chance, even though how fair or unfair you may think that is. I just feel like teams are not going to want to take the chance. Because there's a lot of quarterbacks that are a project in this draft, and you can make an argument that teams would rather draft immediate positions of need as opposed to drafting somebody to sit on the bench for two years. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's my second prop. All right, let's 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 double back to you. I'm going to let you go ahead and knock out your last prop. All right, so the money has kind of moved this prop heavily, actually kind of against me, or in, technically in my favor, but the likelihood of him actually going second overall does seem to be decreasing. But I'm going to take it anyway. I'm going to go with Will Levis to be the second pick at plus mm-hmm. 260. At the end of the day, I know Tyree Wilson is now the favorite, but I'm curious how much of that price is because of the rumors that Levis might go first. So they don't want to put him to be the favorite at second if the Reddit rumors are true. But mm-hmm. from what I heard a couple days ago, Levis seemed to be a uh, pretty enticing of a prospect for Houston. And it seems like Bryce Young, once again, is favored to go number one heavily. And maybe Levis does go first. And if that's the case, it is what it is. But if the argument is Levis was, quote unquote, the favorite to go second overall a day or two ago. And now the reason why the price has gone up is because there's rumors that he might go first. I think Young probably still goes first. So give me Levis to a team that needs to get a quarterback at second overall. Maybe Houston trades the pick and somebody trades up for a quarterback. But you're going to give me plus 260 on a guy that's gotten a lot of recent hype. Once again, I would not take Levis second overall, but it seems like there's a lot of buzz to get him there, or at least in the top three. Give me Levis to be the second overall pick at plus 260. All right. No, I – and – has this not been one of the craziest first-round pick carousels that you've seen in a while? Because usually we know who the first pick is going to be a week or before at, the draft. Or at least like like last year where – who was it that was, – was it Hitchison that was first for a while? And then uh, um, who was it from Jacksonville that came and took the first spot real late? It was uh, Walker. Walker, Yes. And so, like, okay, that was, you know, that was interesting. Some people want. But if it feels like we've had all four of the top quarterbacks get some serious buzz for number one overall at different points in time during this offseason. Yeah, but I'll, I'll take a guess on Levis there at 260. I feel like that price has gotten a little bit uh, of extra value because of the rumors that he might go first. I'll try mm-hmm. to capitalize on those. But at least the team that's drafting second needs a quarterback, and he's been linked pretty heavily. I think it's safe to say Houston's out on Stroud. So mm-hmm. if Carolina does end up taking Young, which is the expectation, it would make a lot of sense for Houston to take him. So plus 260, I like the value on that. All right. For my third prop, I am going to hmm. – I think I'm sticking. I'm I'm gonna stick with what we talked about, and I know the odds have changed drastically, drastically since we had our mock draft. But I'm gonna stick with it. I got Quentin Johnson under twenty six and a half at minus one forty five. Okay. Now I wanted to just go ahead and go out here and say you know first wide receiver drafted, but Jackson Smith and Jigma has gotten such a huge boost since we did that show. Like he's minus four fifty to be. It could be higher at other shops for him to be the first wide receiver drafted. So even I don't want to even Zay Flowers has gotten some. Yeah, he's at twenty two and a half. Yeah. He's at twenty two and a half. 
so the reason I say that I like Quentin Johnston at 26 and a half, because there's no fucking way he gets past the Giants. It's no fucking way. It's no way. Big body receiver, huge catch radius, the big target that we've been looking for. He's everything what they wanted Galladay to be. Absolutely. And he'll be a 10 times better player. There is no possible way he is on the board and he gets past the New York Giants. I I truly cannot fathom what I will be on this show if I don't cash this bet. He ha- he, he it, there's no way at 25 there's no way he gets past them. So unless somebody drafts him early or we get him at 25, I cash this bet. But there's no way he gets past us at 25. And I'm just thinking about back when we had eyes on uh, what's boy that played for uh, Smith, Devonta Smith. When we had eyes on Devonta Smith in the draft, and then the Eagles ended up trading up within the division to the Cowboys to take the pick from us and draft him before us. Like I could see a situation like that where. Somebody just took Quentin Quentin Johnson before us, and we go and we pivot. But that that's our guy. That is our guy. He's gonna fall to us, and it's gonna happen at twenty five. But I will be conservative. Minus one forty five. Quentin Johnson under twenty six and a half. All right. And we have one more, or we're done. Uh, no. We yeah, we got we got something spicy. We we're about to give out a. Uh, our huge plus money play. Yeah, I, I might have gone backwards there because I feel like my huge plus money play was probably Levis to go second and plus 260. What? That, what? That's not fun. Okay, fine. So you, yeah, sorry, I'm not, yeah I'll, I'll I got dig. a six to one. Mine is six to one. Okay, I'll let so you go first while I pull something up. Okay, well, I'll go first after I talk to us about underdog fantasy because we are brought to you by underdog fantasy. They have the NHL and NBA playoffs. So you can get a whole bunch of player prop parlays and really cool stuff over there. Daily games in NHL, NBA, MLB, also your NFL best ball drafts. Yes. You don't have to wait for the real draft. What? Waiting for the real draft is for lames. Go play best ball right now. Call your shot. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That is underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And the NFL Drafts Props Contest is brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, where we are holding a free NFL Draft Props Contest exclusively for our members in the Discord. Completely free to join and win. All winner actually gets a huge prize $250 cash and a $50 SGPN gift card. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord and sign up in the NFL channel. So go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord, go to the hashtag NFL channel and sign up link is there posted for you to join. Ooh, we Scott, we are flying through these props. I'm going to go ahead and give out my big plus money bet here. And I wanted to call my shot with Hendon Hooker. I don't have intel of where he's going to land yet. What team would you guess? Because a lot of people think Minnesota. Feels like Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, it's saying Minnesota is. Minnesota's the high up there at plus 350s. Minnesota's, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just kind of waiting. But I, I feel... 
I've been I said Tampa Bay early, and so I'm gonna keep saying Tampa Bay, but okay. Tampa Bay is actually my prop. And so I have here first team, first the position of the team's first drafted player. So we talked about Hendon being on the rise. We talked about Stroud falling. We talked about Richardson falling. Tampa's there at 19. So are you telling me with the state of their quarterback situation, let's say Stroud has this incredible fall, or let's say Richardson's the local guy. Yeah, Richardson has the fall. Who is to say that they don't give up a third round pick this year, fourth round pick next year, move up a couple spots? to go get one of these quarterbacks that's sliding in the draft. Or what if even better, the quarterback falls right in their lap? Yeah. It could 100% happen like that. There's so many situations that I think that Tampa comes out with the quarterback in the first round and the stock falling on Stroud and on Richardson are making me feel a lot better. And then think about the state of this Tampa team right now. Whether they should or not, and I don't think they should, but they very well can see themselves as a quote-unquote quarterback away. I I mean, they have the defensive-minded head coach. They think that, you know, they, while they lost some pieces in the offseason, they still put together a pretty decent roster. Honestly, even if they're not, even if they are rebuilding, then they still need a quarterback that they're going to use to rebuild. It's And it's so many ways. It's so many ways that they just sit here and say, let's go get quarterback. I I, I want it. That's my that's my play. Give what was me the price the, on that? Six to one. I have okay. a six to one price on the position of Tampa Bay Buccaneers first drafted player being a quarterback. I like that because of the rumors with regard to several quarterbacks falling. Uh, Hooker might go early. Maybe Richardson falls into their lap. I got to assume Tampa takes Richardson if he falls to, to their pick. Yeah, I you, you would so. think, right? There's no, like, come on. I'd so, let, so let me, hold on, just for shits and giggles. Let You're looking just, up the price for Richardson to land. And, no, uh, oh no, I was I was just reading off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> depth chart at oh, quarterback okay. right now, because you have Baker Mayfield as your starter and Kyle Trask. I'm good for a coach in Todd Bowles who has already had a bad head coaching stint, and they're He's giving the him. And they're giving him a lot of crap for last season, even though I think that was a little beyond his control. He's got to get something going and get it going now. He doesn't have he doesn't have the time to waste. He's got to get it going, get it going now. And you start with that quarterback position. So yeah, no, I love this play. I I love this play. I've already got down on it. Okay. Uh, so for my long shot prop. First of all, I'll give away a safe prop that I was going to do that I had in my back pocket. Uh, I have the Cardinals taking a defensive lineman with their first pick at minus 150. It's okay. simple, but at the end of the day, you're looking at all the options. Edge is included in defensive line. Yep. So if they take Wilson, Anderson, or Carter, you win. 
Yep. They have the third pick in the draft. So I feel like that's definitely worth minus 150. That should be a lot higher because they should have all three options potentially available. Unless Wilson goes too, but we'll see. But anyway, that's even if they trade down, even if they trade down, I feel like they're still in a good spot to still draft one of those guys. Yeah. And the argument is, you know, well, they already have a quarterback with Kyle or maybe they'll try to protect them. Well, he's already hurt. So they might as well try to draft a defensive player. But anyway, uh, just to look at my long shot here, it's going to be a day three play, which tells you how DGen we're going to get here. But I'm going to have some fun with this. Give me Stetson Bennett to be drafted in the seventh round. Man, at, get out of here, yo. At plus 500. Bye. All I know is that after the Brock Purdy, whatever the hell that was for San Francisco. Oh, my gosh. And everything that happened there, I do think there's value in taking an experienced college quarterback in case something bad happens to your starter. Once again, a seventh-round pick. Chad Kelly was a seventh-round pick. Like, There's been a lot of really bad quarterbacks that have been taken late. I'm not saying I think Bennett's going to be good at the next level. Can I see him being a clipboard holder that could have some spot starts in his career? Maybe. But once again, seventh round of plus 500 for Chris. a guy that had one of the best seasons in college football uh, last year. Experienced guy who I'm assuming is going to be a pretty safe option. Most seventh round picks don't pan out. I think that, a, once again, undrafted is plus 130. But you're telling me that a team can't convince themselves after what happened with Purdy last year to take a flyer on an experienced quarterback last year in the seventh round? I like the value at 5-1. to one. So that's going to be my long shot pick there. Uh, it's going to lose probably. But once again, 5-1, to one, I think there are worse bets to make it 5-1. to one. Well, the Texans do have the Mr. Irrelevant pick. I'm assuming they'll have a quarterback filled. But but they can always use a backup. Because let's look at the Texas quarterback depth chart. First of all, I'm assuming based on your reaction, you think I'm just going to fly that lose because there's no way you should be drafted, which I, I don't I don't disagree with you. But I can see a team convincing themselves into doing it. I, I know. And that's like, as you talked about it, I was like, he probably would be that guy. Like, Once again, it's a seventh rounder. I'm not saying he's going to go in day two, but. Oh, like, EJ Perry is still in the league. I'm just saying teams burn through seventh round picks for depth and they end up cutting them anyway. Why not? I can see a team taking Bennett late. But when did this is the quarterback from Brown, right? EJ Perry. Yeah, this is the guy from Brown. He's in the league. I, know I can't say that I was aware he was in the league. Well, he's their third quarter, their third quarterback. They have the Texans have EJ Perry, Case Keenum, and Davis Mills. Well, they're about to add another one. So then again, we've Very seen weirder so. things like Washington drafting RG3 and Kirk Cousins in the same draft, which turned out to actually be a genius move. But at the time, <laughs> that was really, really bizarre. Yeah, until they, until they decided to spend, what was it, two franchise tags on, uh, yeah. on Kurt? I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was two, yeah. Oh, man. All right. And what was the price on that, 5-1? to one? Yeah, it was 5-1 to one for him to be a seventh-round pick. Okay, I like that. I like that. There we go. That's that's. You were the roasting me before, as soon as I in- introduced the idea. Yeah, no, I, 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 no, I mean, I was, and I still, but I like that it was five to one. I don't yeah. like the pick, but I like that it's five to one. It's, it's a lot better than the plus two seventy five you try to throw up there. We're, we're, we're going big. We're going big yeah. around here. All right. Anything else for people before we get out of here? We got this through. We got through this pretty quickly, so we gave people their time back. 
Uh, we got an SGPN mock draft, but I'm sure by the time this episode gets posted, it'll probably have already happened. But if you want any opinions on who we think each team's going to take, we got assigned oh, a team per person, and we drafted according to what we think they're going to do and a mix of what we want them to do. So keep an eye on that if you want some SGPN feedback for the draft. All right, yeah, that's getting started very soon if you're catching this live. And if you're not, then go back and check it out if you haven't already. Other than that, I mean, make sure you follow us on Twitter at SGP and NFL. Make sure you follow Scott at Rice Radio. Follow me at Really Real underscore underscore. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube at NFL Gambling Podcast. Absolutely make sure you do that. And leave reviews, please, please, please. It's the off season. You got plenty of time. Leave reviews for us in wherever you get your podcast on spotify or on apple but definitely make sure you do that other than that i have nothing else to say nothing else to do no other way of ending the podcast it's just gonna end it like this let's go hendon we out of here